2022 is here and let's start preparing for tax season. So in today's podcast, we're going to talk about things for you to consider as you start preparing to file your taxes. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. Untangling Your Finances. Welcome to the podcast, Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param of the firm Cloudvestors, a fiduciary firm recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey, the virtual firm with a human touch. That's what they are, and that's what they're about. You and your financial life and all the stages of it. Consumer advocate Dave Perkins here. Mo, back. good to be back with you again here on the podcast. And I say that because... We both uh, took a little break. Uh, we took a, a a necessary break. It wasn't a break that we wanted. We didn't right? want it. <laughs> we didn't want to, but uh, it was crazy. Both of us were, uh, were sidelined with uh, COVID. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. Just like you know, so many people have, and especially with Omicron, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm very grateful that I know a lot of people who got really, really sick. Unfortunately, a lot of people lost their lives. So I, I can't complain about how I had it. It wasn't yeah. that bad. Yeah, same here. You know, we've had uh, within our family, you know, some uh, tragedies based off of COVID. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it was a minor setback. Still, you know, had fever for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're able to bounce back and you know, everyone in the family is doing well. Uh, you can might you might hear it a little congestion in my voice, but you know I'm probably about ninety percent back. Yeah, we had it at the exact same time, which is really it's weird. Crazy. I yeah. um I I don't know about you, but I never want to be under house arrest because that's what <laughs> I felt like. <laughs> you know, I felt like oh I can't go anywhere. Thank goodness yeah. for um these apps, which one was I using? You know, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember. Anyway, I'm, I'm on it now uh, where they will deliver to you. And, and, um, Oh, like DoorDash? Or... It was DoorDash, but that wasn't the one I was using. But yeah, I love that. That was so great. And I'm very generous with those tips because I'm like, you're out there and I don't have to be because I can't. Thank you I for can't. bringing me things. <laughs> and even uh-huh. if I could, sometimes I don't want to. So thank you for bringing bringing the food over but actually uh, now that i've gotten into that world i think some of those days where i just don't i just want to go straight home from work i think i'm gonna use it it's think, not bad yeah it really isn't bad and uh i was able to catch up on my tv show so i caught up on Shit's creek yeah, caught, yeah. Up, caught up on a lot of shows so you know you gotta take the good with the bad right right so I was well able to i literally watched six seasons in about three days you know, I, I watched more TV than I have in a long time. And it was kind of <laughs> nice to be able to do that. I'll, I'll admit it was, as yeah. I, you know, we really didn't have it so bad. So, you know, no, no big complaints. Um, I thought I could dodge the bullet on COVID, but didn't do it. Omicron got me. Yeah. Yeah. Again, again sidelined for a little bit, but we're back. We're back and better for it. Ready to tackle 2022. Ready, and ready. As, you know what it is now. Now people are starting to get those, um, what are the, the forms you get? The uh, W-2s. W-2s. I couldn't, golly. See, I got, <laughs> that's COVID brain. That's what that is. At least I can blame it on that. The W-2s are coming out. The 1099s are coming out. It's time to start thinking about taxes. And we're actually, you shared with me a, a, another great article from Dave Ramsey, and we'll put a link up to that too. But we're going to talk about taxes here, Mo. We're going to talk taxes. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. It's not a. It's taxes are never a fun topic, right? Actually, I had a meeting this morning, and we started um, going down a rabbit hole about taxes. And I can see, I saw her eyes kind of glaze over because <laughs> she just did not want to want to talk about taxes. But we had to, right? Yeah. It was part of the planning, and um, based off the tax rates that her and her husband were in, it, it dictated which direction we were going to go uh, with the plan. But you know, for today's talk conversation is just preparing for, you know, taxes. And, and for some people, this is a, uh, a good time of the season for them because they may get refunds, right? So, yeah, and so yeah. Th- they're looking at this as it's the time where they, this is how they pay for vacations, right? This is how they make um, large uh, dents into their debt by mm-hmm. getting this, this tax refund. Uh, sometimes this is a bad time of the year for folks because they have to pay taxes mm-hmm. right yeah so um so depending on where you fall on the spectrum this 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 season of time may be you know you may be jumping up and down or you may be crying as you uh <laughs> as you send that check to the irs but <laughs> but for today's conversation we're just i'm just gonna we just want to talk about uh things to prepare yourself for and things to consider as you prepare to start filing for your taxes because you're right dave uh you'll start to receive your w-2s if you haven't already 1099s. These are all your tax documents that you receive from your employer, um, or uh, if you're self-employed, 1099 uh, from um, uh, commissions or fees that you that you or services that you provided. Here's your income from there, mm-hmm. and these are the forms that you need to to uh, submit to start filing and preparing for your taxes, whether you're using a app or a tax preparer or CPA. Always with 1099 income, definitely remember to set money aside for that because it's going it's going to come to you. It's yeah. going to come to yeah. you. And you yeah. don't have that employer matching on Social Security either. You don't have the employer matching. That's right. So instead of paying 6.2%, you're probably paying, you know, 12.4% to Social Security. Yeah. Um, so, you know, some things you may want to consider. You know, this is an advice, but things you may want to consider if you're self-employed is, you know, start paying quarterly taxes. So that way, uh, you know, if you do owe when you file, you've been paying along throughout yes. the year. So your tax bill, hopefully was not, won't be too hefty, or even if you've overpaid, right? Maybe you get a little bit of a refund back. So, um, so if you're, again, if you're, if you're self-employed, you know, making some quarterly taxes, paying quarterly taxes may be something for you to consider. Well, let's look at um, maybe some ranges of what people can expect as far as brackets and, and rates sure, for the tax sure. season. So, well, first of all, first thing you want to remember is filing. Your tax filing is um, is set for April 18th. Yeah, we don't get a break this year, huh? We have had some we extensions get- the last couple of years. As of now, no extensions. Right? Last year, we, there was a bit of an extension as far as when you could file. This year, it's set to be April 18th. And the only reason it's on April 15th is because there's a there's like a holiday on the 15th. Mm-hmm. So it's pushed back to the next business day. So it's the 18th. Um, so as far as tax brackets or tax filing, um, we are, we as being in the U.S., are, are in a progressive tax system, which means that not all of your income is taxed at the exact same rate normally, which some people don't realize that, you know, they may say, well, I'm in a 20% tax bracket. So that means all of my income is being taxed at 20%. Well, that's not necessarily true. So for 2021, which is going to be the number you use to file your taxes for for this year, mm-hmm. uh, the highest federal tax bracket is 37%. 
And that's and for the, people over 523. Is that right? If Yeah, if you're uh, single or a head of household. I gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. If you're married, filing jointly, it's a uh, household combined income of like three, sorry, six, like 618, 628. 628, yeah. Yeah. That's the highest in 37. 37%. 37%. Federal. And then Federal. Ten, 10% is the lowest. So from zero to 9,900, if you're single, that's what you're paying, 10%. Married filing jointly zero to like nineteen thousand nine hundred. Uh, so we start at you start at ten and you, as high as thirty seven percent. Now these are the rates that went down um, what during the Trump administration and they're set to sunset on right in what, what late twenty six or five twenty five twenty five. Well, yeah. Can I ask you a question? I should know this, I guess, but let's say you're whatever percentage you're in, and we talked about the um, social security. Is that factored in whether you're paying the whole 12 or the six or half? Is that factored in, let's say, if it's 22, 24%, or is it that plus six or 12%? Oh, that's a great question. That's a great question. Uh, that is a, in addition. In addition. Okay. Yeah. To that. Yeah. But, you know, there's a, there's a limit to how much of your income you're actually paying Social Security to. Uh huh. Yeah, so if you go over, I think the number was it one at once you reach your annual salary reaches. I can't remember the number for this year, but I know you're going to kill me. It, uh, what's that number? I'll find it. I'll find it. It's it's the, <laughs> the cap on it. Um, one forty two. Is that it? Once once your there salary you for the year hits one forty two, you're no longer subject to Social Security taxation that, for that year. For that year, right? Yeah. right. So you on so the rest for higher of it. In, yeah. for the rest of it. So higher income earners. You know, if when you you may notice that you start getting a, a raise, um, if you, especially if you're W two, right? Yeah, you start to see a little bit of a raise once uh, you've crossed that one forty two. It's like one forty two eight hundred, right? Is that so, it? Okay. Yeah. So let's just call it one hundred forty three thousand. Close to. Once it. you cross over one hundred forty three thousand, you start to see that your check gets bigger because you're no longer paying the six point two the six point two percent for Social Security. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, I tell you. Uh, I'm already a little depressed, so go ahead, Mo. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm but, but but again, but everything. But but what I was saying before is that. So let's let's take that same example of someone who makes what I say one one forty five, one forty three. Yeah. Um. So let's say one fifty. Make it easy. Okay. Right. So if you're if you're single and you make one fifty, you well you're in a twenty four percent tax bracket. Uh huh. That does not mean you're paying twenty four percent on your entire hundred and fifty thousand dollars of income. Right. Right. So from the first zero, from, from, from the first dollar to nine hundred to nine thousand nine fifty, you're paying ten percent. First dollar from to nine thousand nine hundred and fifty. Just like the bracket. Okay, so you're paying ten just on like the that. Bracket. Gotcha. You're paying ten on that, and then from nine thousand nine fifty one to forty thousand five twenty five, you're paying twelve percent on that part of your income. Oh. So it's a progressive. So as as your income starts to cross different brackets, that's the portion of your income that you're paying the taxes on. So you can do the average then. If you look, let's say you're at the whatever. I'm just going to pick one here. Um, you're at twenty four percent, and so you really would. If you were at twenty four percent, would you would you do the average of twenty four, twenty two, twelve, and ten? It's kind of like a, uh, I wouldn't do the complete average, but it's like a blended rate. Okay. So you might, so in uh, your effective tax rate, if you do all of that, you might be at like a 15, 16% tax bracket. Gotcha. 
Okay. Right? For federal. I feel yeah. a little better. Thank you. I feel a little better. Mm-hmm. But then you add state. And then you add Medicare, yeah. then you add now I feel security. Bad again. But then- <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, no problem. No problem. <laughs> but for uh, for for twenty twenty two, so this will be the numbers that you use to file your taxes for next year. These numbers have the the, the brackets stay the same. But the income within those brackets have increased for inflation. Gotcha. So the income will go. So that's what we're looking to. And so what are we looking to go up in 2060? Uh, the rate can go up in 26. Could. Right. Could go up. So it'll go as of now, right? It's it's scheduled to go back to where it was prior to. Um, I can't even remember the, what those were. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no one wants to remember that. I right? know. We're trying to <laughs> hold on to these. Because right, uh, right now, it may not feel like it, um, but we're actually in a low tax environment, historically. Very, yeah. If you think about how taxes have been in the past, it's we're in a, we're in a pretty low tax environment. Mm-hmm. So it is a big deal to, to know that in a few years, right, and it's, it's coming up, right? But in a few years, if nothing is changed, then we're going to go back to what the tax rates were prior to the cut. So that, again, give you an, a, a given everyone an understanding of the way taxes work. At least a ta- how your tax brackets and how your income is impacted by the tax brackets. So that's a, that's why it's it is when we do our planning for clients. Uh, taxes is a big thing. Uh, taxes is is key and critical in the directions uh, of how we invest for our clients. You know, th- simple things like do we do a Roth or or do we do a pre-tax mm-hmm. Roth IRA, Roth four hundred one k or pre-tax four hundred one k or a traditional IRA. Uh, a lot of those decisions are based off your taxes, your tax bracket, especially even if we're converting. If we're going to convert our pre-tax to to Roth money. We use we factor in what your tax bracket is to make um, those decisions. Well, you, you just you, yeah, man. I standard tell you. deduction has gone up, so that helps, right? Well, okay, yeah. Well, how much? <laughs> uh, you can tell so, I'm depressed. I mean, it's close to it. And I I put off till the very last minute, so I still got some time here. What what's that so, going up to? So standard deduction. So for last year, for 2021 income, standard deduction, if you're single, is $12,550. If you're married, filing jointly is $25,100. Okay. So so that means that, you know, if you're married, filing jointly, well, if if you're not itemizing any deductions, right? So you can literally take $25,100 off the top of your income. If, if you're, you're not married, tax, if you're, if you're single, married, jointly, 12, single, five fifty. Okay. So if you make fifty grand, you're single, and you're not making any type of itemized deductions, then you can take you can do a standard deduction, and your fifty thousand automatically gets reduced by that twelve five, and now your now your taxable income starts at what thirty seven. Four fifty, something well, like that. What if the twelve five doesn't take you out of that range that you were in? Oh, you're still. Oh, oh, if it doesn't get you out of that that tax. But you're still oh, talking so about that, the progressive nature of it will help with that, right? The, yeah, yeah. So what I'd say thirty seven thousand. Okay, yeah. so now for the first dollar to nine nine fifty, then you're paying ten percent on that part. That okay. Portion. Okay. So that twelve fifth, that twelve thousand five fifty. 
it's a deduction. So you're not paying any taxes on that money at all. Okay. Well, okay. Well, there's that. Um. And that increased <laughs> to next year. So next year, um, so for income this year, uh, their standard deduction, if you're single, has increased to 12950 And if you're married, 25900 So that's that's gone up a little bit. One thing we can do here on the podcast is look ahead because it, it's almost, I mean, not almost, but practically for the most, for all intents and purposes, too late to do anything about 2021 with the exception of IRA. I'll ask you about that in a second. But in the second segment, we can look at what you could do for 2022 to help you uh, before April 15th, 2023. Um, but but you do have a couple of things. What can you still do? I know IRA is one thing you can still do to help yourself for 2021. Yeah, so you can still do that for 2021 to, that's an IRA. So basically you, you, right before, before you file, um, you can make contributions to your IRA. Um, and uh, if you haven't already and reduce your, your income based off of the IRA contributions, right? So that helps. That's another way you can bring down that income. Maybe we can bring down that income. Uh, Uh, If you're self-employed, you could still make your last quarterly tax payment for mm -hmm. the year before. Uh So that again, that kind of helps with uh, the taxes. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Anything else on that you could, should consider for 2021 before we move on to what you can do to help yourself next year? And what you could do this year to help yourself next year? Anything else to consider or to point oh, out things you can do what you this could be year facing? To help yourself. Oh, things you can do this year to help yourself for next year. That's what I thought we could look at okay. some good proactive strategies in the second segment. But anything, yeah, yeah, any, yeah. anything that we should be aware of for 2021, anything else that we should know besides, you uh, know, just get, get a get a professional to help you probably get a prof- <laughs> yeah, I mean, you definitely want to, this may not be able to help you reduce the taxes. Right. But 2021, there were a lot of things that uh, you might have received, right. You might have received unemployment. You might have received some stimulus checks, right. Yeah. You might have received um, some of the, uh, uh, if you did a PPP loan, mm-hmm. right. If you had uh, the child tax credit, right, things like that, that that if you were paid for, if you're receiving payments for the child tax credit, those payments, you want to keep records of those, right? You definitely want to keep track of your unemployment benefits. You definitely keep track of your stimulus checks, even though your stimulus checks, um, they're 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 not taxable uh, as income is concerned. But you definitely want to get those those documents, those uh, payments uh, or a history or, or a record of those payments. You want to make sure you have that ready. So when you file your taxes, yeah, uh, we can see if, if there's anything that can be done with the tax professional for those. Any surprises coming this year? Anything else that would be like, oh, surprise? Anything like that that you can uh, think of? Su- Surprise things that might year. be different from last year or anything you should be aware of. Well, um, RMDs are back. I mean, they were back last year. Right. So hopefully those, if you didn't take your RMDs last year, you, you're in a world of trouble. It's a 50% um, reduc- it's a reduction. It's a 50% penalty if you didn't take your RMDs by the end mm. of uh, December 31st, 2021. So in 2020, RMDs were suspended, so that's required minimum distribution. So, um, if you if you um, were received, if you were uh, let's see, if you're seventy and a half, seventy, seventy-two now, yeah, now it's seventy-two. Mm-hmm. But in twenty twenty, if you were seventy and a half, or oh. if seventy and a half, 
and you had an IRA or anything that was, uh, uh, if you had an IRA, right, you had to take out a portion of your pre-tax. Uh, you had to take a portion of your income out as income. Uh, you were forced to do that. Or if you were had a beneficiary IRA, so you inherited an IRA from a from a spouse or a non-spouse, um, you had to take out a portion of that income every year. Twenty twenty, that was suspended. For that, for the year, the same year that it bumped up to seventy two, they also suspended it because of COVID. They also suspended it because of yeah. COVID, and they brought it back up. They brought it back last year. So if you did not take your RMDs last year, uh, well. A surprise is coming to you because you owe you you'll owe fifty a fifty percent penalty for the amount that you should have taken, and then you have to take out the RMD again this year uh, that you were supposed to take last year, and then this is a new calendar year, so you have a new RMD you have oh, to take no. out this year. And will you help your clients make sure they don't miss that? That's a big one to not miss. You know. The yeah, yeah. RMD. We make sure you don't miss that at all because that is that is a that is a there's no do-overs on that. If yeah. you miss it, you miss it, and you have to pay it, and you have to pay it. Well, let's so, uh, yeah, so yeah. So that's something yeah. you want to make sure, at least for this year, that um, they don't tell you when to take it out. I mean, they don't tell you um, uh, you have to take it out by the end of the year. You can phase it out over time. You can spread it out. You know, take your R and D, break it, divide it by twelve, and take that portion out every month, or just take one lump sum now, take one lump sum at the end of the year. It doesn't really matter, uh, but it has to be out. If there was uh, an, and it doesn't have to come out of every single account. That's one thing that as long as you get the amount out, about. the right amount right. you have to get. Yeah. So if you had three IRAs for some reason, uh, and your RMD is let's call it ten grand, you don't have to take ten grand from all three accounts. You don't have to take thirty three hundred and thirty. You don't take. You don't have to divide it in thirds. You can take ten grand from one account, five grand from one, five from another. As long as ten grand is removed as an aggregate of right. your uh, retirement accounts, man, oh man! If uh, if they had an award ceremony for penalties, uh, would it would it go something oh. like that? <laughs> and the winner for the biggest toughest penalty is uh. <sighs> penalty for missing RMDs. <laughs> 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 Well, is that because that's fifty percent? Is that the big one? Is that the biggest? That's big. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's one of the biggest ones. Fifty percent. Wow. Well, get somebody. Get well. Just get Mo and the team on your side. You know, make sure when you get seventy two, you don't miss that because that that's a tough one. Well, I, we'll look at uh, in the next segment. We'll look at some strategies proactively you can uh, employ to help you for for the year we're in now because yeah tax man will will come a knocking uh then too in 2023 uh that's coming up on the podcast your finances untangled How can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning? The convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. They're an endorsed Dave Ramsey SmartVestor. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement holistic financial planning in all areas including taxes estate planning insurance cash flow and budgeting 
They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. We're back. It's your finances untangled. Uh, consumer advocate Dave Perkins with Mo Param of Cloud Vesters, a firm that is recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey, a virtual firm with the human touch fiduciary looking out for their clients in all stages of their financial life. By the way, speaking of Dave Ramsey, he's got a, a great article on taxes as we're in tax season now. Uh, we'll share that and a link to that article. And we're looking ahead now at because um, we look back at what to expect and rates and brackets and all of that for what we're getting ready to pay. Uh, for 2021. Now let's look at 2022, the year we're in now and what we can expect and some things that we can do to help ourselves out next year in tax season. I guess maybe start out, we looked at the the uh, income tax rates and brackets for 2022. Pretty much the same or what happens? Uh, the brackets are the same. Income um, for those brackets have increased slightly uh, to keep up from infl- to keep up with inflation, but the brackets are still you know, 10%, 12, 22, 24, still the high end is 37, but the income associated with each bracket has increased slightly. Now, you mentioned that um, for 2021 and 2022, you've got the higher standard deductions uh, coming Higher in. standard deduction, yes. So again, uh, for this year, for tax season, uh, uh, for this year, your standard deduction, if you're single, is, 20, is 12,950. If you're, if you're married, filing jointly, 25900 Okay. So that that's, again, um, that's a standard deduction if you're not itemizing any deductions. So we're going uh, to... Most, uh-huh. most people I've come across do their standard deduction. They're not really itemized much. If you do standard, um, and let's say you've got 1099, can you do standard... I mean, 1099 additional income. Can you do standard, and can you still do, like, some uh, things that you can... Use like mileage and things like that. Uh, if you you can, and again, the tax professional would know, you know more about yeah. more about it. But it's usually if you're going to be itemizing one or the other. Yeah, usually one or the other, right? So if you're self-employed and you're married filing jointly, but if you're not claiming. You know, twenty six thousand dollars, call her twenty six thousand, right? Mm-hmm. Of of deductions, of itemized deductions, then it's just better if you just do the standard deduction. Standard, okay, all right. So, well, what are some things you can do? It's refreshing the year, and when we're recording, so we've got a fresh start on things. What are some things we can do to help ourselves out? Maybe looking at um, charitable deductions. Yeah, yeah. So um, again, charitable charitable deductions. Um, one reason um, uh, some charities, uh, if you look, if you if you really look d- deep down in it, some charities are starting to feel the impact of some of these standard deductions, right? Because before, you know, if, uh, if you gave a five thousand dollar contribution to a charity, right, you can deduct that, uh-huh. right? But if you're doing their standard deduction. Then and 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 if your if your standard deduction, uh, I'm sorry, if that five thousand um, uh, dollar uh, donation to a charity isn't 
bringing you past your standard deduction rate. Well, then most people have now are just doing their standard deduction. So, oh, uh, right. Back to that again. So really back it's to that. So charitable deductions have seen a bit of an impact. So, but if you're going to make large contributions, right, mm-hmm. large charity contributions that yes, you definitely want to make sure that you have uh, records uh, of those contributions and deduct uh, those contributions to uh, these charities. Uh, this one thing you can do the RMDs that we talked about before. Yeah. Well, if you give your RMDs to I give your RMDs, right. But if you send your RMDs to, so if you donate it uh-huh. to a charity, then up to a hundred thousand, I believe the number is, then you don't have to pay income on that R on the RMD income tax on the RMD. Well, let's look at children. What? Oh, uh, child tax credit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's look at them. <laughs> the old child tax credit. Uh, you know, if you're single and with no kids, you could just hang it up. You're going to pay some taxes. But if, you, you if you're married family. with the family, you, know, you get some breaks. Yeah, yeah. Married with children. Great show. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> great financial planning advice, right? right. Be married with kids. Uh, but yeah, the uh, child tax credit. So if you have kids, you, you normally get a, a credit. Uh, but last year, uh, depending on it, depending on how much income you have, but last year, 2021, uh, people started receiving that credit uh, throughout the year instead of taking that credit while they filed their taxes, right? Yeah. So they were getting that actual credit as a form of income throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, so again, if you uh, if your if your income has gone up uh, this. If your income plan, if your income is, if you're projecting your income to go up past the the tax credit, then uh, you may want to consider kind of opting out of those payments. Okay, I see what you're saying. Wow. Yeah. Give us some things to think about. Yeah. So um, yeah, the top, so being having kids is 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 definitely a nice reward personally, but financially it can be a nice reward too, tax wise. Oh, no doubt. Um, you know, I and I, I absolutely have no issue with people getting tax breaks for being married and having kids. But I'm just wondering why they can't also have some kind of break for single childless people. <laughs> <laughs> Can they work in a little bone, a little something? Why not? I have oh, a child, on. but I have a grown child now. <laughs> come on now. Uncle Sam, um, what can we do with, we've talked about this a lot, but what can we do a little better with how we save for retirement to help us? And maybe not even this year, but down the road on taxes. Yeah. Yeah. So helping us where you save for your retirement is, is huge, right? So if you're funding anything pre-tax, like a traditional 401k, 403b, TSP for my federal employees, um, uh, a simple one, okay, right? So all of that, anything you contribute to that to that account, uh, reduces your income by the amount that you can, that you've contributed that year. So again, uh, for the oh yeah, another thing that increased this year was your uh, contributions to your four hundred one k. Those increased this year. Uh-huh. Uh, so this year, if you're uh, the most you can put into your four hundred one k if you're under fifty is twenty thousand five hundred, I believe. Right. So if you've commit, if you've maxed out your entire 401k this year uh, at twenty thousand five hundred, or you can if you're over fifty, your income twenty seven. If, if you're over fifty total, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So you can reduce your income by $27,000 just by making the contributions to your 401k. So that's a right now help. The more you put in there, the better it can help you right now on taxes. The more, exactly, right now. Any Roth contributions doesn't help you with taxes today, but when you retire and start pulling money out of these accounts, like a Roth account, then all of that income that you've put, that you've taken out will be tax-free. Yeah, that's down the road, and you'll thank yourself for that later yeah. on, especially given where we said these tax rates that you went over will sunset uh, at the end of 2025. And right. we don't know yeah, where they're you, going after that. You don't know where they're going. If I, I, I haven't sat in front of many people who think tax rates are going to go down. No, right? no. So if you if you feel that way, then you know having some pre some tax free money ready to go when you retire is is crucial and some in doing some of that saving some of that investing today but a good tax plan a good tax strategy sometimes can even overweight a good investment strategy right because if yeah. you can save if we can save you in taxes that means you keep more money in your pocket That's which is it. ultimately what we all want to do so um, do you think the majority yeah, so, so, of the population so, overpays in taxes Overpays um, more than their fair share. Do you think a lot of people ooh, do? I guess is that's what a good I'm question. Saying. Because uh, you know, even I, the ones who get the refund, they're letting the government hold their money. And I know people right. say, yeah, but but you know, a lot of people, it's probably the best situation. I would be one of those throughout my life because it's not like I'm going to go out and be Mister Wall Street with it. Uh, well, that's the that's the thing, yeah. right? It's uh, what what opportunities are you giving up with the money? Um, by by just letting it letting it uh, be borrowed, basically interest interest rate free, right? Right. Uh, not interest rate. Um, yeah, interest free. Yeah. Right? You, you're They're getting, holding you're it for you. Interest free loan. Yeah. So, you know, there's 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 thoughts. So if you read, you go down a rabbit hole in different articles, you can see that um, you don't want to owe clearly, and you don't want to refund. You want to, you, you want to, if you can find that right, perfect blend. Yeah. That, that right, perfect blend where you don't get a refund because that means that you over, that means you overpaid throughout the year. So you're getting a refund back or you owe, which means that you underpaid and now you have to pay that, that sweet spot is zero. You know, uh, we give the CPAs and the, the tax professionals, <laughs> the love that they deserve. Um, because they know the tax laws in and out. They do. Right? So they do. personally, I use someone for my taxes, right? I don't file my own taxes. I have mm-hmm. a professional that I work with. They give me tax tips and tax advice and guidance, and I pay them for that, right? Yeah. Um, we do tax planning with that firm, but that's more big picture, right? Here's strategies to help you um, with taxes, strategies to help you with investing so you can keep more of your money. But at the same time, we, 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 we leverage the the uh, expertise of CPAs to yeah. give the actual tax advice. You're looking ahead and they're looking back, but both have a function. Exactly. Yeah. Both have a function. Well, thanks as always, Mo, for sharing the information with us. It is tax season and it's, it's just something that uh, we need to know about. But as you said, also for most, it's, it's certainly would pay to get a professional to, to help you out. And in the meantime, definitely have a firm like Cloudvestors to help make sure down the road you're better off because you're instituting and employing some good proactive strategies. Mo, we'll get together again next week and, and do it all over. Sounds good. 
It is your finances untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Moise Param and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. 